waking up in first place. Man, that's got a nice ring to it. Happy Tuesday morning to you. It's April 25th, 2023. The Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place yet again, and they have a little bit of a comfortable lead. Not too comfortable, but a little bit of space between them and the Milwaukee Brewers, who lost on Monday night to the Texas Rangers and uh, that puts them a half uh, game and a half that is behind the Pittsburgh Pirates. Good vibes all around. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your morning bucket. Joe Jake here with talk the plank on the fan first sports network. Uh, I know it's a little unusual. You would think that there's no game the night before. So why would there be a, a, a morning bucket Joe? But hey, whether there's a game or not, there's still time to talk Pirates and really today is just a preview of the Pirates uh, three game series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. They come to PNC Park for a midweek series and it all starts tonight on Tuesday. Johan Oviedo, two and one, two twenty two ERA goes for the Pirates. Supposing him is Noah Syndergaard. And trust me, I think we all remember this little incident. I'm trying to watch the home opener. I'll watch the pirates. That little phrase right there is something been on the pirates fans mind since it happened back in 2021 when Thor was hurt. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Yeah, it's good to keep that chip on your shoulder, especially going into a series like this. But I really think some people are getting overworked about this. This happened two years ago. Uh, pirates were, for lack of a better term, awful at that time. They were tanking. They had no purpose in the MLB. But now they have a little bit of a better team, a little bit of a better organization. They have a bit of a platform for what they want to go for. Um, so I, I think if Syndergaard had to t- had a take for the Pirates this year, and I know it kind of his original thought was supported by a tweet that he posted uh, that kind of just said, yeah, they are crap. Well, maybe he was talking about the time. I'm not trying to defend Thor in any way. In fact, quite the opposite. I still think that because he said it, he should face reper- repercussions because of it. Those repercussions being the Pirates absolutely shellacking him at PNC Park. I think that'd be very fitting. My thing is, is he did have a point. Pirates were terrible at that time. Um, obviously, back to back 100 lost seasons. Uh, pretty much kind of like the Oakland A's are now uh, no real uh, understanding for where they are in the MLB really in the national league at that time. Um, and again, as we said before, and th- I'll put a lid on this saying that we have some veterans, we have some quality talent, some better pitching. I feel like if you were to ask him how the pirates are now, he wouldn't use that terminology probably wouldn't be too great about it, but he would definitely not say they're the S uh, the S pirates again, just for lack of a better term. Um, I, I, he's owing three this season with a four, uh, 91 ERA, I believe. Yes. Four ninety one according to the stat line, um, giving up a couple homers this season, uh, Dodgers 12 and 11, a little bit of an underwhelming start to them. So you got to think they see this as an opportunity where they can, uh, sort of get over the hump a little bit with the MLB and get back to their winning ways. Center guards pitched 22 innings this year. Um, again, four ninety one ERA in four games, uh, no decision in one of his outings, uh, so he hasn't had that offense that he was quite hopeful for, uh, but that's something that can change tonight. A good thing for the Pirates is they will be without Max Muncie. The Dodgers will be, that is, placed on paternity leave. And in his place, they called up one of their top prospects, and we will look up their name right now. And so there, there's a little bit of good, a little bit of bad with this scenario. Um, they won't be, uh, Max has just been on a hot streak lately at the plate. Um, he was playing, he was named NL player of the week. He hit 389 over the last week, slugged a uh, little over 1200, five homers, seven ribbies. So, uh, fortunately for the pirates, they won't see him. 
Um, but on the same note, they will also be without, and they this time being the Pirates, uh, they will be without Brian Reynolds as it was found out that he was placed on bereavement leave. Uh, we send all of our thoughts and prayers to the Reynolds family. Hopefully everything is okay. Um, but he will miss a mandatory three games. So that'll just open the door for Drew Maggi, the minor league journeyman who's at 33 years old. He looks to make his major league debut at some point uh, because by MLB role, Reynolds has to be on the bereavement list for three days and miss three games. Uh, thank you, Ethan Houlihan, for uh, pointing that out on Twitter. So Maggi will get a couple more opportunities. And as you could expect, Maggi is just all aglow because his major league career is just one step away. And he knows it, too. Just imagine my first big league game, my first big league experience. Um, you know, and definitely as like the years have gone by, I have thought about it more and more. I mean, I've, I've dreamed about that pitch, about that A.B., about that moment, what it would all be like. You know, thinking back on it, I don't know whose debut is more anticipated. O'Neill Cruz's, Rowanzi Contreras's, or Drew Maggi's. There's a lot of hype surrounding him. Now, I know he's probably not going to amount to anything much, but seeing what he did in the spring, uh, seeing he hasn't really done that much in the minors to start things off, um, but maybe he's just keeping it in the reserve tank for the major leagues. You never know, but either way, it's still a good story. I would imagine he'll get at least one appearance in a game throughout this next couple of days. Shelton's a nice guy. It's not like he's just going to keep him on the bench and just, you know, kind of just sit there and rot on the bench and then send him away. Obviously, Maggi will probably get DFA'd uh, in a couple of days. It sucks to say, but I mean, hey, we got to be realistic here. Um, it's not like they're going to take away a roster spot from guys like Jiwon Bay, Kanan Smith, and Jigba, both of whom are struggling, uh, but they're not going to send them down to the minors while Maggi just gets no time in the majors. They could, but the chances of that happening are slim to none. Uh, I, I just hope that Maggi soaks in all the opportunities that he's presented in the next couple of days because you, you never know when he's going to be called back up if he's ever going to be called back up again. Um, I'm personally rooting for him to at least get a hit. That's that's all I want. Um, I, I think the ovation he's going to get when he retakes the batter's box is going to be fantastic. Um, so I, I'm really expecting a lot from him in this short amount of time that he's going to get a taste of the major leagues again, not, um, not really thinking about much. It's not like he's going to go up there like Rodolfo Castro and hit five straight home runs, but Hey, he's going to do what he can. If he can provide some good defense, provide a hit here and there, then he's done his job and it's going to be a memorable week. I do hope that if he does see major league experience time, uh, tops in MLB the show will give him a special uh, card to use like they did with Mark Appel with the Phillies last year after waiting so long to reach the major leagues um, Appel got a tops now card for um, for just making an appearance in the major leagues uh, I hope they do the same with Maggi he kind of deserves it all the work and time he's put in and you know he could have just up and quit I like the perseverance from him and I, I feel like this morning Bucket Joe has turned into a Drew Maggi love fest but it, I, I mean when you look at his story you you can't help but feel good for the guy I mean he's waited so long 33 years old um, we all know that minor leagues aren't the greatest in terms of pay structure in terms of lifestyle um, he's probably away from his family more time than he wants to be. So he's really sacrificed a lot to get to this moment just for a taste of major league action and to fulfill his boyhood dreams. So we're all rooting for you, Drew. We hope you do well. And uh, hopefully if you do ride, uh, you know, a little bit of a hot streak, you do see a little bit of prolonged time in the majors. Um, that's all uh, contingent on what we're going to see. Um, maybe he gets a start, maybe just as a feel good story. I mean, there, we have a lot of middle infield depth, but magic can play pretty much anywhere. So that, that kind of benefits him in the way, uh, again, unlikely to happen, but you uh, never know. 
So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the storylines going into tonight. Oh, wait, how could I forget? The Pirates are the hottest team in baseball right now. 16-7, and game-and-a-half lead in the National League Central over the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Chicago Cubs, three games away. St. Louis, seven games away. It is just so nice to see the Pirates top the division. Um, and you see some of the teams that are you know also topping their divisions. You got Atlanta in the East. Uh, Minnesota in the AL Central, Texas in the AL West, there's a, and, and Tampa Bay in the East of AL, and then Arizona in the, in the NL West. There's a lot of teams that not many people had on their bingo cards to top their respective divisions, but they are taking some strongholds early on, and I know a lot of it is not sustainable, um, but it, it's good to um, see that these teams are really excelling here in the early parts of the season. Uh, hopefully they can keep it on, especially the Buccos. I mean, they, they've been through a lot and it would just be nice to see them find a consistent hole. And, and I saw a tweet, I forget who it was by, but they said they had to go like 60 something and 73, I think to have a losing record, which, you know, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but to me, I don't know why I'm very optimistic in seeing that and saying that's actually a lot harder to do than to win out for the rest of the year. Um, I look at some of the opponents that pirates are going to be playing such as, the uh, Washington Nationals, obviously, next series. Um, they're going to be facing the Blue Jays, which are hit or miss. Um, th- there's a good opportunity for the Pirates to really ride some momentum here. So it all starts tonight. They welcome the Los Angeles Dodgers to PNC Park. Um, 16 and 7 Buccos, 12 and 11 Dodgers, 635 first pitch. It'll be a 6 o'clock airtime on AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh and a 610 airtime on the Pirates Radio Network. A list of affiliates can be found at pirates.com. And... We will recap it tomorrow in our morning buck of Joe. Hey, stay around because later this morning or possibly early this afternoon, uh, depending on when it's released, a new talk, the plank podcast starring myself and Nathan Hirsch will be out on the fan first sports network. So stay tuned to that, set your notifications and tune in as soon as it comes out. And you can also find it in an article on bucks, dugout.com. Go ahead and give that a follow at bucks, dugout, give talk, the plank, the follow at talk, the plank pod on Twitter. And you can also follow the fan first sports network on Twitter, which is at uh, fan first SN. I'm, I apologize. Fans first SN that's on fans first SN on Twitter. You also give me a follow at underscore radio Jake while you're at it. Follow at Nathan underscore Hirsch. He is my co-host for the talk, the plank podcast and go ahead and follow our good old pal Haley Ryan at underscore Haley. That's H A L E Y R H I N E underscore on Twitter. She has minor league madness coming out. She's also part of our bucket Joe team. So show everybody some love. We will recap. Hopefully a pirates win tomorrow as our bucket Joe series continues. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Jake Slobotnik for talk the plank.